Hello and welcome back to the Seven Skills for the Future podcast series. I'm Emma Sue Prince and I'm joined by my producer James. Hello everyone, great to be back. Welcome to the show. So today I want to focus on another of the seven skills. To recap what they are, we have adaptability, critical thinking, empathy, integrity, optimism, being proactive and resilience. So I want to look at one of those in a bit more detail, what it is, why we need it, and some easy ways that you can start introducing it into your everyday. Okay, so uh, which skill are we looking at today, Emma Sue? So today we are looking at adaptability. Now, if I were to ask you, James, this question, are you adaptable? Are you flexible? What would you say? Oh, uh, Yeah, I would say so. I'd say I'm a pretty easygoing kind of guy, you know, I don't get too stressed. Yeah, yeah, okay. So this is, you know, this is exactly what most people say when I ask them. I thought I was special. I'm sure you are. No, I'm <laughs> sure you are really easy. But actually, when you know, if I ask people, you know, you're adaptable, you're flexible, you know, they'll, they'll say something along the same lines. And, and adaptability is a really attractive quality because we like to think of ourselves as being, you know, yeah, I go with the flow, I'm, I'm open, you know, I'm, 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 I'm flexible um, because that means that we're not rigid, we're not stuck, you know, we're, we're open to change, we're open to challenge. So it's, it's an attractive quality. But actually, we are extremely resistant to change. So if you are truly adaptable, then you, you become really good at, at uh, handling any kind of change with, with grace, you know, with ease, without sort of feeling put out or a bit upset or, you know, worried or anxious. So, you know, a lot, we are actually a lot more resistant to change than we might perceive ourselves to be. And it's something I'll look at a bit later in this episode. But it's, it's a paradox because actually we are completely hardwired to be adaptable. Oh, really? That's interesting. So, uh, so uh, why is it that we're hardwired this way? Because it's a it's a basic human survival mechanism. So people adapt to all sorts of situations and circumstances. They just they they do. They you, you think of people in extreme hardship um, and really grappling with um, major changes and major issues and survival survival issues and and people adapt. They work it out. They figure out a way of dealing with those circumstances. We adapt to things all our lives. So when we're growing up, you know, if you if you look at a a baby <laughs> and how how quickly they adapt and change um, according to their circumstances. So something that is hardwired in our brain, literally as, as a human being, we have that ability to be adaptable, which is a paradox when you think that actually we also have this uh, very strong resistance to change. So adaptability is, is, is such a vital skill because we need to be good at dealing with change. We need to be happier about it because change is part of life. You know, we're living in a very fast moving world right now. We, we have a lot of change around us. And the problem is that uh, when, we, uh, when we think of change, we tend to go into our sort of fight or flight mode, which is, you know, again, something that's hardwired in us. So, you know, this is sort of back from, you know, when we're back in the you know dark ages when we were having to respond to danger uh you'd have that uh, hardwired you know fight or flight response the problem is that now we we also use the same response when we're dealing with something that's unexpected um or something that's uh 
you know, means that we've got to change or adapt in some way. So it's, so, so it's difficult. And we need to kind of bring that skill much more into everything that we're doing. So why do you think uh, adaptability is so important at this time in particular? Well, I think, first of all, I know technology comes into everything, but it does come into this as well. I think, uh, you know, we've got to keep learning and evolving. Um, and if we don't do that, then we're just going to be left behind. So things are so fast moving now, you know, on, on a daily basis, things are changing and moving all the time. And, you know, we, we, we need to embrace that so that these learning curves don't become so steep. The advances in technology that we have around us mean that we have to keep learning and we have to keep evolving uh, and we have to do that faster. So that's one big, big reason there. We are also working in different ways. So we have to learn to adapt how to communicate differently and in different kinds of environments. So, you know, the fact that we now work remotely uh, or we you know work in different parts of the world, that's, that's a certain sense of adaptability in, in working in that way and it's also about embracing innovation um, there are lots of opportunities out there for people who are flexible and adaptable uh, so anyone who's involved in you know disrupting industries or changing changing things or creating a new business that's also about being adaptable be able to identify opportunities quite quickly and I think probably these days more than ever people are struggling with changes in their lifestyle and changes in their work um, perhaps they they're not able to find work easily or they're having to kind of learn things very very fast and very very quickly and those things I think people find find challenging um, and adaptability can really help you in those situations. It does feel like this is a particularly a big moment of flux in the world. You know, there's a lot going on mm. in different domains. It feels like a lot's changing. But then, yes. I mean, I know there's always, it, it probably always feels like that when you're living in it, of course. It's only with history that you can actually yes. realise realize whether it was or yeah. not. But it does True. really feel like one at the moment, doesn't it? Um, and so this quality seems yeah. to be particularly yeah. relevant at the moment, whether it's in the workplace or in society or, uh, you know, in the services yes. that are available to us in so many different ways. Yes. Yeah. I mean, certainly the rate of change is, is much, much fast paced, uh, you know, has become much, much fa more fast paced in the last 10 years than the last 20, for example. So, you know, the, the although you can look at, look at the past and look at um, different, you know, different eras and different eras of change those changes will have taken place over a much slower period of time whereas now it's happening a lot a lot faster okay so then i guess inevitably we i have to ask you what are the what are the consequences if you if you don't have this uh, skill of adaptability what what's likely to happen to you or not happen to you well, I think there are a number of consequences. You know, uh, on one level, you may actually just get left behind. Um, so you may not be feed with what's around you um, and able to uh, evolve or, or move as quickly as other people. So you may be missing out on opportunities. But I think on a deeper level, I think it creates anxiety um, because, you know, the, the, the less you're able to adapt and the less you're able to build your comfort zone, the more it shrinks and so you're going to be kind of like living in a, in a in a smaller and smaller bubble, and I think that's where anxiety resides. And so you're not going to be happy. And and for me, that's probably more important than anything else. Um, is you know you know you're not going to live a happy life. Yeah, true. So it's really important to be adaptable. Yeah, and, and in a professional context, you're likely to miss out on opportunities that yes. are just going to pass you by. Exactly. Yeah. So I guess following on from that, we can think we could talk perhaps about why is it that. Why is it so difficult for some people to uh, accept 
change? Why do people have this low tolerance? Mm. Well, I would actually say that we are all quite resistant to change. We naturally resist change because change is scary. And it just, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about fight or flight. So, the way the way that we are now about change is is disproportionate to what the change might be so for example if you're at a meeting or 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 in a training situation and you're asked to sit in a different place you don't want to do it you know it's it's it's, it's as simple as that you just don't want to do it but actually moving and sitting to a different place is fine you know it's no big deal so in order for us to become better at adapting to bigger changes, we have to become more aware of and better at adapting to smaller changes. And one of the best ways of doing that is to um, understand our comfort zones. So we like to remain in our comfort zone because that's where it's comfortable, right? You know, that's where we feel relaxed and quite happy. But actually, that's, you know, nothing happens in the comfort zone at all, nothing because you're just doing what you're good at and, you know, what feels good. Um, so the only way to, to become more adaptable or the main way to become more adaptable is to start stepping outside of that comfort zone. And your comfort zone is quite simply as small or as big as you make it. So it's something that we have to actually keep doing because the bigger your comfort zone becomes, if you still don't keep stepping outside of it, it'll just get smaller again. You know, so so the comfort zone is one of the key ways that we can develop our adaptability skills, because that's where learning happens. That's where growth happens. And adaptability is also about, you know, reaching your potential, about becoming good at what you should be good at, you know, and just becoming happier. You know, so for me, it's about when you're dealing with change or when you're faced with something unexpected, that you are okay with it. You know, that you can just say, actually, it's fine. This is okay. Yeah, I suppose you're learning not to see things as necessarily as a threat, but yeah. as an opportunity. Yeah, because that's such a good point. Because the thing is, when we see something as a threat, we are actually telling our brains in a funny kind of way to respond as if it were a real threat, as if it were really a, t- a tiger or, or, you know, something that's <laughs> that's life or death. But actually, most of these things are not. You know, they're not as, as, as you know, they're not as threatening as we might tell ourselves that they are even losing your job even deal with a loss it's not necessarily as big a threat as we might tell ourselves that it is yeah and you just don't know what's going to be the result of these things further down the line do you exactly yes so back at the beginning of the episode uh, you you asked me about my flexibility and I gave you the same cliched answer uh, that everybody gives you. So obviously, yes. uh, uh, I'm lacking in uh, self awareness. <laughs> so, uh, what uh, what suggestions would you give uh, to people so they can have a yeah. better idea of exactly where they really are? <laughs> well, everything begins with self awareness, and I think um, it's really uh, becoming more aware of your natural response to things. So, you know, the next time that because the great thing about these skills, James, is that we have opportunities all the time to 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 use them and to practice them so it'd be simply something around the next time you know uh somebody um tells you something you weren't expecting 
or there's a change in something that you were going to be doing that you thought was going to be happening a certain way, but actually is now going to be happening in a completely different way. And just to become more aware of how you are naturally responding to that. So although you might be on the outside saying, oh, yeah, that's fine. Inside, you might be, you know, swearing or being really, really upset um, and, and not liking it. So it's being more aware of your natural responses to things and, you know, acknowledging that awareness that we, we, we tend to have this inner know when there is something which is requiring us to adapt. There'll be this little inner know. And like I said earlier on, it could be very quiet or it could be much louder. For a lot of people, it will be something that's just inside. And you know, you can, you can tell when you're dealing with other people, you can also tell if they are doing the same thing because it'll show on their face because the, 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 the very first thing that we feel is in our expression on our face. And so you'll see it if you pay attention. Yes, it's like if you ask someone if they like some food or not, you can, and they don't, mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. you know immediately, exactly. right? <laughs> Before, and they go, oh, yes, it's yeah. interesting. It's too late. You already know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, the, the food thing is, is, is also a, a great example because one of the things that we do on our, our workshops to develop awareness of these skills, especially with adaptability, is we'll, we might say, you know, one of the things that you can do straight away is try out a different food. The next time you're in a restaurant or the next time you're, you know, whatever, you know, cooking a meal, or whatever, just eat something or cook something completely different from what you might normally do. And just observe yourself going through that process. That's a really good idea. Yes, that's a very interesting idea. I'm, I'm, and I'm sure some people would be much more resistant to that idea than others, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, so do you have any other suggestions for how we can build this adaptability into our day-to-day -day lives? Yes, lots. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the first thing uh, I would say, or one thing I do say to people, is to just practice saying yes more. And that doesn't necessarily mean going around and saying yes to everything that, you know, comes your way or, you know, everything that's sort of happening. You say, yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do that. But it is a little bit of that. It's about saying yes more so that when somebody asks you something or tells you something or, you know, um, says, hey, guess what? You know, this is happening now. You know, you're not, you're not now doing this particular job. You're doing this. And, you know, you're working with these people and not with these other people, or whatever it might be. But your response is yes, yes, yes. So that's one, one thing is to practice saying yes more. Um, another is to simply uh, open yourself up to different kinds of experiences. So like the, you know, food example, but other types of experiences as well. So, you know, if, you, if you're used to doing things a certain way, try doing them a different way. So challenge yourself to doing something in a different way than you normally might do it. And this will also teach you adaptability skills. Travel is a great way to build adaptability. Um, even, you know, we can't necessarily all travel to great, you know, to, to wildly different places, but, you know, to explore where you are, you know, and, and explore different different areas, different places, different people, because this helps to build your, your ability to be open, you know, to be more adaptable. There's an interesting fact about adaptability um, in that in young people, in, in adolescents, where the brain's still developing, this is where we've got the greatest capacity to become more adaptable. But ironically, this is also the age, certainly in the West, where we become much more protective of our children. You know, we ferry them around everywhere and, you know, we don't sort of let them take risks. But actually, if we can uh, 
get young people to take more risks, you know, safe risks, of course, but more risk taking, more, you know, opportunities to try out different things, to travel. This really helps build adaptability for later down the line. So, you know, there's a, the brain changes all the time, but particularly in adolescence, when it's really growing and developing, there's an opportunity for, you know, for parents or carers or teachers to, to just encourage that, um, that, that adaptability muscle, if you like. But as adults, you know, it, it's really about just being open to trying out different things, uh, saying yes more, taking more risks, trying out new things, just building in that, um, that relaxed state of, of how you respond to change. And if you can do that more each and every day, it helps you when you're actually having to deal with much bigger changes. That's the great thing about it because you're rewiring your brain. Um, and you're, you're going, going away from that fight or flight response that we naturally have. Yeah, that's great advice. I think that really resonates with me and with my um, with my life experiences. I think, and, and I'm, I'm sure it does for our listeners too. When I think about people that I know uh, and uh, the ones who are perhaps not so adaptable, that definitely definitely resonates what you just said there. I think we're ready to wrap up for today's episode i think we are yes so if you want to find out more about this skill and the other six skills you can find more tips and ideas on the website unimenta.com but the best way to get more info and insight into adaptability and all seven skills is to buy the book seven skills for the future is going to be in all major bookstores online on amazon it's published by pearson business get a copy of the book and it's going to help you to get happier, to live a life with purpose and to do the things that you love. Thank you very much for listening. Looking forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you very much, James, and see you all next time. Bye for now. Bye.